the natural ones. A bunch of good guys doing bad for glory. And snacks. Let me know when you're good, Alex. I'm reading memes. Pubs in Ireland are closed until August 10th. Pubs in Ireland. But by all means, let's open the Cracker Barrel right now. Yeah, right. Exactly. (laughs) I I saw uh, one of the people in the PLC had sent sent a thing out. It's like, you know who else wanted to open the beaches? It was the guy from Jaws. Yes, that's right. Great. All right. So on that note, we are going to go ahead and get started. So welcome to Natural Ones. Uh, It's been a while, guys. Good to be back together. Um, When last we left off, you guys had just finished. You had pushed through the facility that uh, Grix was kind of hiding in, kind of setting a trap for you in. Um, You managed to take out, he had some people who were working for him, three wizards called the brothers scrum who were working for him they had summoned a rather large demon that came in and and um kind of wrecked you guys there for a little while um but you did manage to pull through you took care of that you took care of two of the three brothers um you did manage to kill grix and he did disappear from your little uh revenge sense although you found out some other things about him uh, during the course of the fight uh and basically you took the you know you just Took a good long look at the place, uh, looted it for all it was worth, and decided to head back out. You did take a long rest while you were there. Um, the one brother who did survive uh, was taken by the Toth armies or Toth uh, uh, city guards quick reaction force. Uh, they came in and trashed the place, uh, grabbed him, grabbed the bodies of his brothers, and took off, but they did not see or find you. And that's really it. It's, I mean, you know, it's about eight hours later. You guys are waking up, finishing your rest. Uh, you could talk for a minute about what you wanted to accomplish during your rest or what you wanted to talk about, or we can just kind of move on. Oh, look who's here. Hey, perfect timing. All right, Chris. So I literally just recapped, so I'm not going to do it again. But <laughs> Okay, so you're good. So we're literally just starting. Uh, you guys are kind of finishing up your long rest if there's any kind of chats you'd like to have or can places we, you'd like to go head. back to our place that we're staying in right now the hotel eyeball you can't you did not last time you decided to take the rest in the oh, wizard's right. quarters yep, yeah but you can do you know go where you want to so we did get a long rest in because when we ended last time you said no long rest yet well you yeah. guys went back and forth quite a bit you guys had tried you decided a short rest and you said a long rest and you went back and forth a few times but you did decide on a long rest finally okay. all right i gotta change that all right all right, take a long rest. I feel refreshed. All right, there's a hole in the wall there, so uh I love you too. But that's not besides the point. <laughs> there's a hole in the wall. I think we should uh take it and get the frack out of here. Mm-hmm. Mm. Is there anyone around at all anymore? Like the the those the early, what'd you call them? The brothers. Rapid, rapid. Uh, the rapid response, quick response. response. Yeah. Now uh, the the QRF they did just a very quick once over, but they basically they got what they were thereafter. Right. Um, you, I don't know, I don't remember how much of this I vocalized, but you heard them when they were in. They were coming in for them. They were after them for um, illegally, basically channeling. Demons and arcane arts. 
Um, so they came in, they found the one brother scrum, the uh, cord, I believe was the one who was the survivor. They found the bodies of the other two. They, they grabbed them. They did a, they tossed the place really quickly and took off, but they did not find where you were. So, so Croker. Hi. How do you feel about what has happened? You were, you've been chasing down these people for a while and we found him, but it seems that he may be working with Abaxis. How I feel, I feel that um, until I sense him again, I spare no thought for him. I'm on to the next one, and I can sense him back in Alftrag. But it seems that he is going to be able to come back again by the way he died this time. He made it seem that you guys have both uh, come back at least once and that he will see us again. Well, if I have to kill him again, I'll kill him a third time until I can get with, uh, eventually get with Meep there and find out who he is and where he really is from and then go there and kill him there. Then he'll never return. So wait, I... He was the same guy, though, right? That originally he killed you. What, like, what's he tried to kill? He killed you once before. Is that correct? Or he was part of the group that killed you, or tried to kill you, or whatever happened to that throat flapping thing? So he killed him. He was part of the uh, what the hell is the word am I looking for? Phantom blades. Well, no, yeah, not the phantom blades, but the uh, the uh, conspiracy. Yeah, he was part of the conspiracy that uh, that killed me while I was in the Phantom Blades. <clears throat> did you did you know him in the in the Phantom Blades? Like, had you had a relationship with this guy before? Well, I killed him as part of the Phantom Blades. Yes, when I came back, he was one of the first people I killed in the room. When I you knew first he had part of you... my. He was part of the team that tried to, that killed me. So. I took care of him. The Grix that stood before us today was not the same Grix. Was not the same Grix that you met the first time? No. Did you have any conversation with him the first time? Before you killed him? No. Never had any real dealings with him before, except that I knew that he was part of the group that killed me. I guess what I'm trying to figure out is if, the guy who originally killed you with the group was the same guy we met tonight? Or if it's just, if it's somebody new, then you didn't really kill the guy you met to. He was already gone. No, that was the same guy. I sensed that he was the same guy. It was definitely his whatever. His essence, his soul, his spirit. So this is all very confusing, all this nonsense about these people. Uh, two questions, uh, treasure, and when do we get a chance to go check out this Underdark City to see if I can find any more Minotaur? <laughs> what, what Underdark City are you mean? 
Um, well, <laughs> I I think the one that's below. I think Sarthia was mentioned somewhere. We heard about that. And Sarthia is possibly where there are more Minotaur. Maybe. They live down here. No, wait, 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 wait. Oh, we're going to go adventuring off to another place? Don't we have enough we need to wrap up here? I mean, come on. We're supposed to be going after a locomotive, guys. And we got to get a teleportation spell. And now we just had one of our own people. He killed that guy named Grix. And now I'm starting to see that like, did Abaxis order your death croaker? That I don't know. I just know the next person up the chain in the conspiracy to kill me I'm just is saying, in Alftrag. Me. If got, it was Abaxis, eventually I'll find him. We got a lot of irons in the fire. We need to knock out this teleportation spell first. That's wizard and, shit. And some treasure. Meep, I have a question about the Baxis then. Uh, as, as he's talking to me, I'm taking out 300 gold and, and planting it someplace nearby. Okay? So I'm, I'm pulling you with me, Kronthad, and planting 300 gold someplace nearby. Right. And I'm going to do slide of hand to see if I can avoid detection by Bright Axe. So is there something, Chappie, I can put it in, the 300 gold? Uh, yeah, I mean, if you took a look around, you'd find something. Okay, so I'll, I'll, talk, as I, I'll slide a hand it while I'm talking to Croker, or uh, Kronthud. Sorry, Kronthud, go ahead. I, I'm pretty sure I don't notice. That was a four. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Meep, if Grix... Well, you were in the army. You, uh, you understand uh, Apaxis's people a little bit. Was there anyone from our world that was in his army, or did all of you come from that world, that plane that he lives in? Chappie, would I know that? Um, not for sure, but you would have heard rumors and whatnot. I mean, it would make sense that they came from just, the just well, just as you're coming over here and trying to put a team together for to complete orders that other operatives would do the same. Right. right? So you could safely assume there are those that work for them who are not from that world. Gotcha. Right. But if you were to die, you are from the other world, correct? Your your yes. essence. What yes. happens? What happens to you? Well, when I, when I go back, I, I would appear back in my original body. It's, it's in storage, I guess you could say. I mean, it's, it's still aging and stuff like that, but they've got it under like kind of a suspended animation, I guess you could say. But it uses a bit of technology to keep me there. So it's like a, it's like a mix between technology and magic that holds me there, my body. So I go back there. And then if I, I have to figure out a way to get back, which... That might not be as easy as I think. That might involve a little bit of work because I, I wasn't supposed to come here originally. I kind of made a series of decisions that got me here without certain people knowing. Well, that's okay. Well, what I'm trying to get at is 
this Grix person. That first body when Croker was killed, that first body he was in was not even his own at that time. It sounds like because he's being brought back multiple times to this world that his body, his real body, is somewhere in that other plane of existence. So in other words, yeah, if, if to kill him completely, if they want him to keep coming back here, then he's going to keep coming back here. Right. Well, then so how do we get to the other him. side? So it right. sounds like we kill Meep, and Meep can take care of him back over there. Are you bigger over on that side than you are here? Uh, no. about, about the same size. <laughs> I just don't have a tail. I'm a little bit better looking, although I've grown very accustomed to this kobold look. I, I like the strong jawline it gives me. I have faith in you. I take out my axes. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I do too. I, I may not be ready for these guys. I mean, let's talk about it. Let's strategize this whole thing. I've been waiting for this for a long time. You know. Back off, Croker. Croker, I, must I remind you that you see the mark on his forehead? And honestly, guys, if we're going to do it, there's a lot nicer ways than, than Brad X lopping my head off you know like poison there's there's some nice poison that can just drift to sleep let's <laughs> let's discuss this i will admit though that's not as much fun for brydax no not as much fun <laughs> but so right now grix is not really on our radar anymore but we know what we need to do to actually finish him off croaker we'll we will have to figure something out when we go to uh well, I'll know as soon as he comes back to this realm, and I'll let you know. Right. All right. You know, Croker, quick question. How long was it before he came back the last time? Do you remember? I don't know. Well, I was still on the slab, so couldn't have been too long. I'm going to make a note of when this happened then, Chappie, and uh, pull out my notebook and make a note about this. And... Croker, next time, when you feel he's back, let me know. Let's start right. seeing the turnaround time on this. Okay. And you actually, Brian, you would know, or Croker, rather, you would know. I mean, in between the time that you first killed him, so you woke up and killed him, he came back. It was, I mean, it was a matter of a couple weeks at most before your revenge sense started going, wait a minute, there's something else new here. Okay. okay. So it was a couple weeks-ish. But you never lost the well. That's not true. The Nexor deep water sensation has kind of, for the most part, has stayed in off track, but it's kind of come and gone a little bit. Okay. Oh, it's come and gone. Like he's disappeared. Just for blips. Just for you know, it might disappear for a day and then come back. Okay. So yeah, so it was a couple of weeks after I killed them that I felt them return. Chappie, would I know that like. Would I know the turnaround time normally, how long that takes? And would I know the ability to go back and then and forth between the two worlds for short visits? Or is it definitely a long, would I know that? For can... you and, and for what you've experienced now, you wouldn't have any real, okay. I mean, you know that the preparation process on the other side takes a couple of days um, and, and going over is more or less instantaneous. They just have to have a fresh body for you to jump into. Right. Okay. So, 
how are we going to get this teleportation spell down? Yes, I believe uh, that would be Rothar's uh, area of expertise. Do you have a, uh, a teleportation spell at your disposal that we can get back? I, I thought Rolfar just blew stuff up. Made lots of fire. That is also true. Rolfar. Uh-oh, we're losing them. <laughs> Are you Are there? We can can you hear us? Can't hear you. Rolfar, can you hear us? Yeah, and mute yourself. Do you want to throw a fireball? I did it. How about now? Oh, there there you go. I just unplugged it and put it back in. All right. Uh, There you go. Way to go. Plug it it back in. There you go. IT for the win. I am as good as the IT people. Yeah, you keep thinking that, brother. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think it's more that that's just the first thing the IT people tell everybody. Yeah, write write a ticket. Write a ticket and then say self-resolved. Because there's didn't want to wait. (laughs) Self-resolved. My favorite um, kind of ticket. For the spell, <laughs> yeah, I can learn the spell. We just got to find the spell for me to learn. So what, what about that... these books that we just got? Right, so let's take they're a look at these books. They were empty. They were empty. Yeah, they're just nice spell books. Well, can't, you, can't you write this spell in there? If we could write the spell in there, I would know the spell already. Mm. Is there yeah. any way check to see if these are empty books like i believe i've heard talk of like sometimes you can like cover up what's there and make it hidden from people yes i have heard of that too it does seem strange that we found these really nice spell books and there's nothing in any of them but didn't we find ink with them too like really good ink like yeah well, maybe they were working on something, right? So, well, I, the, I guess I see what you're saying. Maybe, maybe that's what they were doing. Do there. do you guys have a way of knowing if things are magical or not? Like these books. How many books did we find, uh, by the way, GM? Uh, I think it was two. It might have been three, but I think it was two. Okay. I mean, I can I can dispel magic. You want me to try that? I don't. I don't know what else I could do that is going to help us out here. I as well can do something like that. So why don't we both choose a book and try to take magic off of it? That'll work. You're pretty sure, Meep, that mm. there is magic that can cover things up. Well. Cover up, cover it up, or hide them. So let's try it. It can't hurt, right? Right. Just hold right. it up to a light bulb. The lemon juice will turn brown. Yes. There you go. <laughs> Solemnly swear that you're up to no good. <laughs> I'm just reading it over. I okay. will. I will attempt. Uh, I'll take one uh. of the books. And I will cast it at a fourth level. You'll cast what at a fourth level? Dispel magic. Okay. For each spell of fourth level or higher on the target, make an ability check using your spellcasting ability. 
DC equals 10 plus the spell's level. So if there is a spell on it that's higher than... Well, but, but you're, and you're, you're casting out at which level? Fourth level. Yeah, so it has to be fifth level or higher. If the right. spell that caught cast on it was higher than fourth level, then I have to roll against it. Okay, go ahead and roll. Whoa. And it's 10 plus the spell's level. Correct. I get uh, do, do I get a spell attack? I don't know how that works. I think you add your spell modifier. Oh, my spell that's modifier. Correct. That's correct. That makes more sense. I failed. I got a one. You got a one. All right. Oh, wow. So, and first and roll of the night. Woo! Go! Woo. Well, at least it's out of the way now, right? Statistically, you can't possibly do that again. Uh, <laughs> do it again. Do it again. Nope, I'm done. After that, so so I'll uh, I'll I'll cast the same spell. Uh, okay. I, uh, uh, at what level? Um, I does it make any sense, Alex, for me to set, do it at fifth level? Do it what at the level? highest level you can, man. If okay. it's if it's a fifth level spell, then it'll just yeah. Okay, so I'm yeah. I'm going to cast it at the fifth level, but it's the exact same thing for each spell of fourth level or higher than yeah. target. Well, it no, ten. it's. It's because you're fifth level. Yeah. When you cast a spell using a spell slot of fourth or higher, you automatically end the effects of the spell on the target if its spell level is equal to or less than the level of the spell slot you used. Right, yeah. right, right. Which right. it's not, so. Um, hang on, hang on. I'm, re I'm reading this. I have to digest this a little bit. I think... Because mine says special. It, For whatever yeah, reason, special. it says special. Yeah. And it says C description, but there's nothing. I don't see anything different between the fourth level that doesn't say special or not fourth level. No, I guess they. Never mind. I'm sorry. They okay. all say special. And, they all say and special. you were and you were casting at what level? Fifth level. Fifth. Fifth level. Yeah. Okay. It it dispels. Oh. And you see amongst the pages, um, you see. It kind of is if you think of uh, if you think of like the Marauders map or something like the effect on that like it just kind of it gets cloudy and it kind of clouds in with some different words and things like that and you find um, you don't find a book of spells per se but you find a book of notes um, it, Cord's name is in it uh, significantly and prominently um, it's it's notes on bringing things over from another world kind of breaking planes between specifically the abyss and this plane, although you gather, um, well, give me an arcana check. Uh, that's a 16. 16. Think if you were to work at it, you could maybe get it to work with other planes as well. It's just what the notes that he has are specific to the abyss. Um, but it's a lot of, you know, I went this way with this and it didn't quite work. So I went this way with it and the incantation here kind of worked, but here it didn't and it broke. And um, there are notes specifically on losing control of a uh, being from the abyss with little or no resolution that you can find. But it's a mm -hmm. lot of, it's a lot of information basically on someone who's trying to design a spell to bring over very large creatures from the abyss, perhaps more than one uh, at a time. And as you bore witness to putting two and two together, 
they've at least figured out how to bring over a big ass Garistro and a bunch of shadow demons. Now, I don't know from my limited experience with magic, like when those creatures are brought over, is there a time limit where, time limit where they just go back? Or uh, over are they over? You probably you probably wouldn't know that, I don't think. I just don't think what's are you um uh what's the word I'm looking for? Are you proficient in Deception? Yes. Uh no, in Arcana? No. Okay. Yeah, you probably just straight up wouldn't know. Okay. So Guys, this is uh he was this talks about how he brought over that that critter we fought out there, that big fella. He's he's got notes on bringing things from from one plane to another. And and I'll tell you I I think I can do it. I think I know this. I mean, I think I can learn it. So is this, there's three brothers. We killed two of them. And they took the third. Am I correct? Yes. So whose book is this? Is this just a collaboration of the three, you think? Uh, I think it's, well, yeah, it, it might be. Can I tell from the writing? Is it all the same handwriting? It was, I mean, you could tell that it was, given how how prominent his name was, it's probably Cord's book. And, and that's what I was going to go with, but I, I, you know, they could have been mentioning him or whatever, but okay. Sure. Hey, Chappie, looking at the set they have down here, this seems very, like, well-stocked. Like, these guys, if they've been doing all this studying, they're not out adventuring and getting things, so... Could I put two and two together and get the idea that possibly they're being funded to do this work? Or do I make, make, an, ins make an insight check? Uh, okay. 15. 15. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, your gut kind of tells you that that's probably true. That just knowing what you, knowing what you know of tinkering and alchemy and all that kind of stuff to have a lab this big and to have an area you know with this much research being able to be conducted this close to a city to translate that into the arcane you're thinking okay that sounds expensive all right i'm gonna tell bright axe bright axe i think i think these guys were being funded like i think somebody else is behind these three brothers doing this research can you check over there to see if you can find any information that might help us figure this out? And I'm going to point to where I stashed the 300 gold. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Brad Hacks, make an investigation check. <laughs> With advantage, maybe? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. Investigation. That is a one. <laughs> No fucking way. What did, what did you roll? A two I rolled a two. <laughs> I rolled a two. <laughs> Negative one. Gotcha. So Meep is trying his hardest here. He's really trying. He points to the corner. He and 
Brad X walks over there and kicks the thing, the bag that's on the floor. He actually nudges it with his toe and thinks it's full of rocks and keeps looking and then just turns around and kind of shrugs his shoulders. And, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like the cat that's staring at the fingertip. <laughs> that's right. So when he kicks the table or whatever, Fair, kicks, what? What? I'm going to go over and grab the bag and act like it fell on the ground and be like, oh, my gosh, Brad X, look what fell on the ground. What's this? And hand it to him. <laughs> and I will make a deception check. If that is all right. Mm-hmm. It's encouraged. I got a 13. <laughs> right, actual insight check. That's a 16. You're full of shit. I don't need your... I don't need your pity. <laughs> oh, my God. I pocket it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you and your pity. No, I'll tell you. I'll take it. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> All right. So Brad X has 300 gold. <laughs> and Meep has a little less respect for his investigative abilities. All right. So, uh, guys, I mean, can I take a look at, at the book that you got there? I mean, just because you couldn't figure it out, maybe, I mean, I was able to get this one. Can I, can I take a look at that one? Oh, of course. Take it. And I will cast Dispel Magic again, also at the fifth level. Okay. Um, and also, this one does the same thing. It, it kind of unclouds. Um, it is in a different hand, but it still mentions chord pretty significantly. Um, it seems like a much, much, much rougher first volume to the one. Oh. Okay, well, we'd have just wondered what it was if we hadn't. Um, well, guys, this this looks like maybe maybe the the one that I looked at first. Maybe somebody went through and rewrote it. Um, I, I'd like to spend some time comparing the two. Um, I don't I don't know. Maybe while we're traveling or something, when we're running around, or if we get a minute, I definitely want to take both of them with me. I want to I want to investigate and see if I can learn anything from the differences between the two. Okay. I'm telling you guys, I, me, but, so does this book, you're talking about bringing somebody from the other plane to this plane. Can I send somebody from this plane to that plane? Or could I, is that? Um, what is your, um, what's your intelligence? Uh, is what's plus six? Oh, there's passive. No, just what's passive your intelligence? intelligence twelve. Twelve, right? Yeah. Um, it, I mean, it's probably a safe assumption. Oh, I'm sorry, my intelligence is fifteen. Jeez, okay. freaking snake! It would bit me. That's okay. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's probably a pretty safe assumption. Guys, I meep. I mean. If we're talking about sending you over to the other side, I, I can do it, and I can get you back. Just something to think about. If that was something that you needed to do, if we're, I don't know, if that's something we need to do, I, I can do it. Or if you need to bring somebody from that side to this side, I might be able to do that. So we're 
talking about that, but uh, did you find anything in there about regular teleportation? Like just getting us back to where we came from? Back to the the bar, the bar? I'm looking this way because that's where Jeff is in the Brady Bunch oh, squares. Sorry, I have you guys on a I, <laughs> no, I have no, you guys no, no, on a no, I know, I know. <laughs> no, um, so I look at, at do I do I see anything about teleportation in there that would help us? No, there's there's almost nothing about teleportation. You find lots of references to different types of circles and different types of of dialing in that is very similar to teleportation circles, but they're more planar binding the wrong word, planar crossovers. No, I'm I'm sorry. There's there's nothing in here, Krantha. It, it it's all about bringing people back and forth between planes. Uh, best I can tell, that's these fellows were just working really hard on on getting critters back and forth. You will okay. recall. You will recall, though, it's the QRF did not come through the teleportation circle. They broke a hole in the place. So yeah. there's there's a wall that's collapsed that you could follow up. You don't know where it goes, but there is a tunnel out. Somebody sits here with the teleportation circle, so somebody knows how to do it. Where'd the bartender go? I don't know. Where, where's the bartender, guys? He would know who put the teleportation circle in the bar. That would be one way. Once we find out who knows that, we have somebody we can go get the teleportation circle spell from. I don't know. We left him in the uh, room back there. Could have been one of the two wizards we killed. Yeah, maybe we won't know until we find the barkeep. I mean, I say we take this tunnel instead of sitting here and see what we can find. At. Well, let's talk and walk. How about that? Well, what do we do? We just walk back out there and and find that barkeep. I mean, there's nothing dangerous left out there, is there? We killed everything, didn't we? Guess we'll find out. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. So as you guys proceed into the next room, you notice that the, the room that had the walls and the, the cover that kind of moved and, and, you know, made the rumbling noise, all that, you know, that first piece that we played and stuff, those walls have basically crumbled. Uh, they're rubble on the ground. So that's kind of the first thing you notice. Um, as you're passing through, the place is pretty dark, which of course doesn't bother any of you, but the place is, it's not lit at all right now. You're able to, easily enough, you're able to kind of navigate through and make it around the different, um, the different pits. You make it to those booby trap bridges, a little bit of trial and error on Meep's part will get you through. It's not a big deal. You find the one that's not booby trapped. You find your way around. Um, you get near the room that you had teleported into, and there is just right next to it, there's just a big-ass hole in the wall and a very rough tunnel um, Actually, that's not true. It's it's a smooth tunnel, but it almost looks like it's bored. Like somebody had, say, moved Earth to make it in there, or to make it. Um, and it I'm just kind of the way the rubble is. Is the rubble coming out into the circle or in into the hole? Like it's, it's going into the room. Okay, gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, and a sign of a struggle. We take the hole. I mean, there are signs of struggle all over the place, but it's the struggle you went through. 
You see right. a lot of your blood on the ground. You see a lot of Rolthor especially's blood on the ground. You see <laughs> bits and pieces of flesh. <laughs> this might come in handy one day. <laughs> All right, so you guys begin the climb up. Um, are you going in any certain order? I'd like to be next to Rolthor wherever he is. Okay. I'll be near the front. I don't know if anybody wants to lead, but I will if nobody else will. Okay. Who's bringing up the rear? That'd be me. I'll go in the middle. Okay. Croker, where are you going to be? I'll be in the middle this time. Meep, where are you going to be? Uh, I'll be in the middle, too. Okay. Do you want to be behind Bright Axe or in front of Otham? Well... What's your dark vision, Bridex? Do you have any? Yeah. Um, it is 60 feet. Okay. Can I be right behind Bridex so I can kind of look between his legs? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I, would, I would watch my phrasing on that, but yeah, you can do that. Yeah, absolutely. I'll show you what's there. <laughs> okay. Is that a so rope swing? Guys... <laughs> <laughs> Well, I thought it was like one of those speed bags. <laughs> Two of those speed bags. You keep looking at it and going, man, that thing's as long as my tail. Oh, so not very long. Oh, sorry, Brian X. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. That was intended to be more of an insult to his tail, but okay, whatever. All right. Would it, so be hanging guys, down, would, <laughs> would it be hanging down? Wouldn't it be more like up his abs, kind of like a other farm animals? I don't know. I don't know. All right. Oh, so retractable like a horse one? Yeah. <laughs> retractable. You know, we're spending <sighs> a lot of time talking about Bright Axe's dork. Let's uh, move on. <laughs> so, <laughs> Bright, Axe, Bright Axe is a dork. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> So you guys begin your climb, and you almost immediately notice as you go into this tunnel, um, the air is really thick and really damp. Uh, Bright X and Cronthud, immediately, you, um, you, you have thoughts of home. You are much deeper than Toth right now. You're not necessarily under dark, but you're way deeper than you were. Okay. So... I don't know what I would say. I wouldn't say anything. I would just kind of look around. Like, so this tunnel, how, how wide is this tunnel? It was bored out, you said. But yeah, how? it is wide enough. It's, I mean, there were dwarves who made it and passed through it, so it's a little short for Brightax. But he can kind of stooped over. He can make decent time. Um, for you, it's fine. Uh, croakers, it's probably right at Croakers. It would be like me walking in like an eight-foot basement. It'd be a little close for comfort, but, um, but you know, doable. Is it wide enough to go side by side, you said? Uh, Meep cannot go side by side with Bright Axe, but you and Krantha will be able to, no problem. Bright Axe is just, you know, Bright Axe is a little wide. Gotcha. Large. I'm going to try to uh, whisper a little bit to uh, Rolthor. So, Rolthor, back there, when we were fighting that giant thing, he seemed to know you or 
I don't know. He he was saying some things about your family. What uh, I I don't I don't understand. Uh, I truly do not understand either yet. Uh, as you know, I don't know my family, my real family. That's what I'm hoping to. One of the things I'm hoping to find out. So I'm not sure how he knew more about me than I knew about me. Since I didn't know who he was. So other than your, your bringing up with, uh, uh, his name just left Feralt. my mind, from Feralt. Feralt, yes. yeah. Other than your bringing up with him, did anything weird happen in your upbringing? Do you remember any knowing any demons or people like you? Half demons? I did not. My, I didn't realize that there are other people like me. Or I didn't know too much about the world outside of what Farrell told me and showed me. So me leaving him is the first time I've actually been out seeing things and doing things. And when when you lived with Feralt, where where was that? Chappy. Where <laughs> was that? I don't know. Um it is hard for you to say because okay. when when you when you left him, he actually teleported you away. So you're not precisely certain. Okay. You you know it was not at least architecturally speaking, you know it was not the blight. It was that was not a place that felt familiar to you when you were there. Yeah, I do not know exactly where we lived and where I grew up. I again one all I know is what Harold showed me, which was not much. Growing up I didn't need to know too much about my surroundings as I was training and learning the ways of magic. He didn't show me much of the outside world until I left, and even then, he just had me teleport out of where we were living to someplace else. So I couldn't even tell you what direction to head to try and head home. This Feralt does not seem like, the more I hear about him, the, the less I like about him. Did yeah, yeah, did he he have ways, but he was <laughs> very helpful for me growing up. Oh yes, you have become a very powerful person, I can tell. But I don't know if that was Federal or if that was you. And he just gave you it's, some methods on how to do it. I believe it was both. I believe that's one reason why he kept me around and didn't mind the loss of other people. Yes, but see, the way you say that, it's not that he cared about you. It sounds like even you saying it that way makes it sound like he kept you around. More like it was whatever benefited him the most. True, but isn't that what most people do? Isn't that what we are doing? We are helping each other, trying to accomplish different goals but we realize we can do it better as a team than we can individually. True. But then what loyalty do you have to Feralt? He didn't really care about you. 
he wasn't really your family, but you feel like you have something to prove to him. I have loyalty to him as I would uh, any father. He treated me well and taught me a lot. So I treat him, treat him with respect that he deserves. He is also extremely powerful, as we've already seen, and you do not want to cross him. Hmm. You say these things, but I have not seen him treat you very well since I have known you, which I admit is not very long. So maybe your teenage years and growing up was much better than it is now. That, and I've not done the things the way he probably would have liked me have done to do them. I think being out in the world has surprised him a little bit with the way I've reacted. Croker, you feel, while they're having this conversation, you feel just a slight tremor under your feet. Okay. Hey, so uh, just a, a point of <clears throat> clarification here. Um, I've never been before. So I'm actually going along this tunnel a little like uh, me. Uh, what's it mean that it feels so uh, close down here? I mean, I know the tunnel's short, but it feels like really, really like close. I don't know. I've, I've never been in the Underdark. Does this feel normal? <laughs> I was a gnome. Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> as normal as possible when you're underground. I feel very much at home down here, actually. So you have this weird sensation, Brightax, of, of not having any idea where you are, but more or less knowing okay, you're headed up and you still know north, south, east, west and all that kind of, you know, you're, so you have no idea where you are, but you're not lost in this very weird way. It's a very strange feeling. Hey, Brian, yeah, just, I, I, just I keep going. I'm feeling rather um, unsettled at the moment. Yeah. Is the, uh, does the rumbling feel like the rumbling from the other uh, room last time? It does not, no. And it's just, it's not even a rumble. It's just a slight tremor that you feel. Okay. So you guys keep going. Um, you move, this conversation continues. You move for probably 45 minutes. When as you are walking, one of the walls just kind of goes, falls away. And I don't mean that it collapses. I mean that it just, at a certain point, the trail just opens up and a wall opens up or a vast vast cavern and you're looking out and when i say vast i mean it's probably well it's hard to say but it, it goes on it goes well out of your sight line and as you look down it goes well out of your sight line it's 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 you're walking along it's it's you know you've got a ceiling you've got a wall on your right you've got what's below you and the and the other wall just kind of disappears and you look out over just this maw beneath you uh, very, very dark. You do see, um, as you look up, you're at the very top of whatever it is. You see, is it stalagmites or tights that come from the roof? Tights. Come from the ceiling? Tights. tights. You see stalactites. Yeah, that's right. You see stalactites um, that are forming that are very close to you. Um, there's just a little bit of, of um, bioluminescent uh, moss or fungus on it. Um, it, it's just enough to kind of give you an idea of scope. The place is enormous. 
um, you do hear just ever so slightly, like it's coming from, you know, a mile and a half to two miles away. Like it's almost like it's coming from a vast distance, but over water. Um, you do hear some drum beats, but it is, it doesn't remotely feel like a threat. It doesn't remotely feel like you've been seen. It's just, you're like, oh, this is kind of a cool thing. So, hey, Meep, watch this. Echo! Echo! <laughs> Do I hear an echo? <laughs> I'm going to, hey, when he starts that first one, I'm going to kick him in the balls. <laughs> Roll an attack. Uh, you might yeah. want to punch. You, you might not be able to kick that, that high. I might have to headbutt the guy. Do you have a um, class of monk in there? <laughs> Yeah. One second, I gotta look at my actual attack on this. Uh, it's not gonna be great. <laughs> no, I got an eleven. No. There's oh, no God, armor man. class down there. You feel, Brad Axe, you feel a little breeze as though someone was fanning your undercarriage. <laughs> Ooh, that feels nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, there is a bit of an echo off the off the top of it. So, can we tell where these drum beat is coming from? Is it coming from the pit, or it's coming from below? And it just, like I say, it sounds like it's incredibly far away. Is there a rock nearby? There's rocks all over the place. Yeah. You gotta drop one down. Okay. How big was the rock? Probably, you know, that big. Okay. Yeah, quarter you, size, you, half dollar. You, you don't hear anything. You need a bigger one here. <laughs> do, you, do you toss a big one? Yes. Like, oh, big as I can lift. I thought okay. they maybe picked up Meep. So it, it goes I mean, down. Tie a rope you, you, to Meep. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, do the rope thing with Meep again. <laughs> you toss it off the side, and it, it's – I mean, it's a good – it's a good – 10 or 15 count before you hear and it does sound like you know a small rock clacking on another rock like it, it went down a ways Pool of a well I guess we keep going but this is a very large place Hopefully, be careful where you walk make sure nothing else crumbles around us Go ahead, Brian X. Okay. <laughs> Going to keep on the trail. Okay. All right. So you continue walking. It's another – and where the wall broke away, I mean, I don't want to say it was just a small spot. It was another 10, 15 minutes of your hike. That entire side is gone, and you're just out. You're looking oh, out over God, whatever oh, this is. It's, gotcha. it's, a, it's a ways. Um, and then you do – as you continue your climb, you do get a little bit higher. Um, Croker, you feel the vibration continuing. Uh, it it kind of comes and goes, actually. You, you'll feel it for a few seconds, and then it goes away. And you'll feel it for a few seconds, and then it goes away. Um, but it doesn't ever seem like it's right on top of you. There's just there's a tremor there somehow. You continue walking. Um, like a train passing overhead or underneath? Similar. There is, it, like, there is motion of some sort. Okay. Do I feel right. like getting – are we getting closer to it or further away or it's just around me? 
it is really hard to tell. Um, you noticed it was gone when you were overlooking the 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 maw or whatever that thing was. Mm-hmm. It it did not. It was not near you when you did that. But as you continue to walk and the wall kind of closes back in on you and the tunnel continues to go up, as you move away from it, you feel the tremor come and go, and it's it's you just you don't know what it is. You just recognize a tremor of some sort. Something is off, but you don't know what. A uh, bright X. Be careful up there. Um, <clears throat> uh, anything I should be looking for? Uh, I don't know. Just there's a uneasy feeling like something's moving around us. Uh, I'm going to make sure I unlimber my axe and have it ready to swing if need be as I continue on. Okay. All right, so do, I'm sorry, Croker. Did you? You didn't say anything specific about a vibration, right? What you said just flew over my head. Yeah, no, no I did. Right? You just said okay. All yeah. Right. So you continue moving. Um, eventually, it's another. I mean, you're probably at this point from that mall. You're probably an hour away. Um, the. T- tunnel opens up and bright actually of course the first to see it the tunnel opens up and intersects with another tunnel this one is larger uh it is it is not as smooth it's smooth but it's not as smooth um Kranth, uh, what's your intelligence um it's 11 it's not 11 great. Make an intelligence check for me. Oh, goody. Well, I'm not going to use that die. We all have our favorites. Well, that's the one that gave me the one. Yeah. 17. Okay. Plus plus zero. You (laughs) begin remembering. You're like, oh, this sounds familiar. I've heard stories about this. And as you... Are you guys going to investigate this cross section? Or are you just going to go? So the way it is, I don't know if you can see my camera. The tunnel you're in kind of intersects with one, and it just goes straight through, right? So it opens up. It goes either side, any which way you want. It's almost like a crossroads, but it's again because it's a rougher patch, and there's a lot more loose gravel on the ground and rock on the ground than there is on the one you're on. You know the way your tunnel was going was just straight ahead, but this intersecting path you see it. Um, are you guys going to hang out for a few minutes or are you just going to keep booking? Any like footprints in the gravel or the dirt or anything showing which way people might be going? Make an investigation check. Fourteen. Fourteen. There are gouges all over the place as though something was dragged through um, or uh, just kind of scraped through. There's no, there's no, footprints or anything showing dragging but there's just there are grooves in the rock fun so which way do we go right left or straight ahead all the grooves are what looks like was dragged. well straight straight ahead is the tunnel that you came through which you know was from the dwarf qrf force straight which ahead it is. It well, wait 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 stop which way? Which which way does it look like it was being dragged? Left or right? Down or up? Right, down. And there's just big long grooves. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna investigate the grooves with okay. greater. Okay. I, I'm I'm looking for like are these wheel tracks? Okay. So I feel the vibration again. You do not know, not right now. So are these uh, are these smooth tracks, or does it look like something jagged was dragged through here? Make an investigate. How long are you gonna spend investigating? I'll I'll spend a good five minutes. Okay, make an investigation check. Can I help you with that? Can I give yeah. you a little guidance? That'd be great. I lay my hands upon thee. Yeah, actually, I'd like you to help me. I'm going to have you search over another area down the way about 10 feet. Okay. I want to see if the tracks stay the same width or if they, if they vary. So roll for yourself, too. Okay. Yeah. Probably not that great. Uh, I got 10. 20. I got 25. And I got 20. a 10. So. Okay, 25 is not bad. So um, you notice <laughs> it, it takes you a little while, but as you're looking, you see um, bits of mucus or scale here and there, and you realize whatever did this was not mechanical in nature. They're biological bits. It's something alive has bored its way through here. Okay. Can I make a survival check to see if I have any clue what it might be? Or nature. You or nature. Sorry, yeah, nature. Or yeah, can I get can I can I get um the Drew I'm gonna take him over to uh I'm gonna take him over to uh Autumn and be like, Hey Autumn, like you might get this stuff. I don't know, but this looks like it's some type of animal or something. Yeah. Do you have Autumn, any clue what this is? Autumn, you can make a nature or survival check. I'll let you make either one, but you're gonna do it with disadvantage being not from this area. Ronthon, you can make a straight intelligent roll if you'd like. That's a 17. Oh, 16. Okay. I rolled a, by the way, it's 11 and a 13, and I have a plus six for nature. So. Okay. Krantha, the stories that you were kind of thinking back to are kind of coming back to you, and, and you realize this is probably, you can't think of the name of it, but you know there was a specific one in, in, in the area of, Sarthea and the village you came from that's name is escaping me right now and, and um, there was a specific name for a big ass purple worm that was down there and you, you you're remembering the way it was supposed to have traveled basically through rock feeding um, and, and realize this this might be a remnant of that so uh, guys I say we need to leave here there was a a story when I was a child about a large purple worm that would eat the rock and go through. And I believe that's what this is, a remnant of that. I don't think, I don't know if it's still alive or not, but... I've been hearing, feeling vibrations all around us so when it we might, were walking. might not be a good idea to hang out inside of its hole. All right. Off we go then. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I imagine I'm looking at the size of the diameter of this hole going, oh, damn. Yeah, it actually feels good for you because you can actually stand up straight in there and kind of right. stretch. Like after as long as you've been moving, kind of hunched over. But you're like, huh, this thing's pretty fucking big. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you guys continue moving. It's 
a long day for you. At some point, you have to stop and, and eat. Um, I'm assuming you just, Chris, you probably have a ton of trail rations on you. It's a long, exhausting walk back up. But eventually, you do break through into um, – it's a it's a kind of a wide area you kind of break through it's it's weird because the tunnel kind of collapses a little bit into something that's almost like door frame sized um and then opens up and you see tracks on the ground and you hear kind of the ting 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 that you would associate with mining work um and then a mine cart kind of rolls by and you see a bunch of dwarves and a handful of gnomes that are in there who don't bear any kind of they don't have any um markings of guild or city or anything like that but you know you must be getting close this must be what you've heard of when you guys talked about the outskirts of the city where it's kind of illegal mines and and areas of the city that were you know a little less civilized you, you think you're getting to the edge of civilization here and how long total have we been traveling oh it's been like at this point it's been probably seven or eight hours okay if you could tell, like, time of day, at least in reference to your long rest, it's it's probably, you know, mid-afternoon. Gotcha. Okay. Keep I guess going. you're good. Keep going. Okay. You do pass a plethora of, of like I say, of dwarves and, and gnomes. Um, if I'm being specific about the type of gnome. There you go. <laughs> Um, and you continue walking, uh, again, you pass through, you do get at a certain point, you kind of arise out of one of the illegal mines into a much larger, um, area and you can pass through into the city. There are city gates there, but you can pass through into what will be a city. So there's kind of an overwatch, a ledge with an overwatch. Uh, you see lots of like murder holes and things like that in it. Um, but thus far, at least, uh, there are some large iron gates that are open. Foot traffic is light. Um, where, where are you headed, I guess, is my question. Now, you're, you're at the yeah. outskirts of the city. Where are you headed? Where are we headed, gentlemen? Dude, did we have rooms anywhere? We didn't really. Yeah, I thought we found a place when we first got there. We've never been to the Underdark City. This isn't the Underdark City. No, this is Toth. This is the bottom Toth. of Toth. Oh, yeah. we're at the top. Yeah, this is the this is the bottom of Toth. You had at the Turgid Sturgeon, you had basically free reign. The guy there is 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 with you. He's he's. So that's um, that's where we're gonna head right. back to. Well, that's that's all the way at the top. I mean, you're talking another day's yeah. travel, probably. And then we'd have to um, go through the trains again. Right. You've got the hairy eyeball, which was just probably a level or two up from where you are right now. It was, it was in the drag. Like it, that was the one where so, you got teleported out of. Right. So I'm looking at some of the area that I was probably roped down to. Like, does this... you're, you're below those areas. Those are kind of okay. mid-level. Okay. Yeah. The Colossal Forge is like dead center in the middle of the city. So if the Colossal Forge is here, you know, you're right now down here, but the Turgid Surgeon would be up top. So where, we'll find out what, where are we going, gentlemen? Where do we need to head? 
I say our number one priority is still to catch that train. The teleportation circle. I want to head back and find the bartender. He had to know who, who made that, that teleportation circle. I, if somebody, I think well, that's if he's there. Well, that's a good place to start, right? Worth I mean, a look. I think Meep's got a point. Agreed. Yeah. I could use a couple pints as well. It's been a long, dry day. Okay. So you guys are headed now for the Harry Eyeball. It takes you another, I mean, it's, it's a good two hours of walking through the city to get there because it's kind of that long spiral up. Um, but you do eventually come upon the Harry Eyeball. And you walk inside, and again, it's mostly brick and, and shaped clay and things like that. You walk inside and immediately see the dwarf, um, what was his name? Strom, Sturm, something like that. Wow. Immediately see him, and he gets this oh shit look on his face. And he, uh. you know, he was looking really tired. He gets this oh shit look on his face and starts looking for an exit, of which Bright Axe is taking up the bulk of the main exit. And I'm and, going and I, to lay a hand on him. I was going to say, I stride across and grab him. to keep him from going anywhere. Okay. Um, he is scared enough that it actually, um, he, doesn't, he doesn't even know how to respond. He just, you just grab him. Well, friend, I think we need to have a conversation. Come sit. First round's on you. Uh, uh, that, that, that sounds fair, friend. He is scared shitless right now. Oh, we're your friends now. Yeah. His name is Swarm, by the way. I looked it up. Yeah. Oh, oh you've never not been my friends. I've been more of a middleman, really. He's looking very cagey. And who yeah, was I... the other side? Uh, that would be the guy that I just saw you murder a couple hours ago. Oh, so there was more than him. You saw us murder him? Were you in the room watching? I had teleported in there with you. I had to watch until I could get the freaking yeah. out of there with I the dwarves. Who, who the put dwarves, the teleportation yeah. circle down? What? What? Who did that? I I I I think it was one of those. Spit it out. I think it was one of those triplets. You think? What do you mean you think? You had, you didn't know that somebody was putting down a teleportation circle in your I did, bar. but they were just a big group. They all went in there. They paid me for the room. They went in there. They did their thing. They said a group's going to be coming in here. Point them this way. That's it. I just I took their money. Who all went in there? Uh, it was these three dudes who looked exactly alike and the guy that y'all killed to death and the two gnomes and and I don't know a handful of other people. I, nobody, nobody, nobody that seemed odd for this area. Hmm. Is there a, where did you uh, grab him? Did you, is he right there in the bar? You did guys he, are right at the bar. You've Brad Axe kind of reached over the bar and just kind of pulled yeah. him up. I'm going to take out my hammer and I'm going to slam it on the table right next to where he is being pulled over the bar. Okay. So the bar was not busy. But people, as you can imagine, people were used to fights. They, they didn't pay you much attention until you slammed the hammer down. <laughs> the, um, the bar top itself, like, are you trying to cause damage to the bar? Or are no, you just slamming uh, it down for no, noise effect? It's for intimidation effect. Okay. So you slam that thing down. Go ahead and make an intimidation check. 
Oh, like being manhandled by a seven-foot yes. bull creature is not enough. They, uh, advantage? Alex, Alex, Alex. I, su- I suppose make it with advantage, yes. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, oh, my negative die. He he did better for me. 18. Okay. 18, yeah, 18. okay. Yeah, I mean, he he was scared walking in, and you slammed that thing down, and he is re- – like his eyes go into saucers. You need to tell us – everything we want to know or you won't make it out tonight i am telling you everything you ask the questions i'll answer no problem let's take him back in the other room boys with the teleportation circle so the silent bar is just looking at you and watching you guys go back there do you all go back in that other room i'll stay out i'm gonna stay out okay we'll uh we'll serve drinks (laughs) <laughs> no, if you make a little extra, bar. make a little extra yeah. money. <laughs> I'm gonna, so I'll, I'll serve drinks. If you I'm, I'm going to be very generous with my pourings. Fair enough. I'm, I'm not. Oh, I'm just oh you bastard! You're going to ruin his business. <laughs> uh, he's going to get pours on his drinks. There he's going to pocket all margin. the money. That's right. Uh, so Ooh. says the Minotaur who demanded a free drink. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so yeah. roll. <laughs> Rolthor and Meep, um, you guys, they all kind of do their thing. They, they duck back into that other room. Um, you guys are staring at a bar that is just basically staring right back at you. Um, and it's one of those things. It's, it's not a nobody's scared. Nobody looks particularly aggressive, but they're all just like, huh, what now? Um, There's probably, I say not busy. There's probably 15 people in there. I like step up and get your drinks discounted today. <laughs> I just kind of ask everybody if they, before he says that and everybody goes all crazy, as uh, I just want to know is there someplace around here that does magic or knows something about magic? <laughs> These sorcerers that you guys know of? And then come get a free you, drink. That's what you ask a bunch of people in the bar. Hey, uh, <laughs> yeah. Anybody hey, magic they, might, they might be, they're not necessarily scared, but they might be a little apprehensive and willing to talk for a free drink. So well, it is, them, it is noticeable. Drunk. Yeah, it is noticeable that Voss asked this question, or Rolthor asked this question uh, before Meep starts free pouring drinks. So no one really says much. And as soon as Meep says discounted drinks, it's belly up to the bar all the way. It's, it's, Men with these great big bushy beards and women with these great big bushy beards that have braids in them. And it's, it's people that are, you know, just, they're all just right there and they're, oh, oh it's great. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm, I'm casting, I'm casting second level. Uh, wait, I think I have, Let's see if this works. I thought I had haste somewhere. Oh, damn it. I don't have haste. Uh, one second. Roll through. Yeah. Just look, looking on at disdain with Meep as he is. I'm assuming you were going to cast haste on yourself to start serving drinks. Is that correct? Yeah, I don't have it. I thought I had it. Okay. I haven't. I don't have it. Never mind. So, so. he just starts. He. I start is, flying. I'll do the best I can. And his little cat centipede caterpillar thing um he's just stacking drinks on it and it's walking across the bar and people are just pulling drinks off of it hey um, i'm using, it's a, I'm using it's a mage, weird thing i'm using mage hand to send drinks down the bar 
There you go. So he's doing a really good job of that. Um, Rule Thor, make a uh, make a perception check. Perception. Thirteen. Thirteen. This looks like a pretty blue collar crowd. You might be barking up the wrong tree for the kind of thing you're looking for. I know. I figured I'd just ask. You never know who might show up. Yep. All right. So we're going to step away from you guys for a second. The the other four of you gentlemen, you have, um, I already forgot what I called him. What was his name? Swarm. Swarm. Thank you. You have Swarm in the room. What do you do? Do not let him stand on the teleportation circle. So it's interesting. You walk in the room and where before you saw a lush carpet and some wooden furniture and um, I believe I said it was like a wagon wheel um, mm-hmm. chan- chandelier candelabra thing. That's still there. And you see the edges of said carpet. Um, but then the big circle, there's a circle just burned straight through it. Um, there is a teleportation circle still there. It's not like it was a single use chalk one. Um, it's one of them that it's been there for a while. Mm. So, what do you know about this? And I point to the circle. This does not appear to be something that just happened two days ago. Uh, it, this, this place used to be owned by some... Um, well, some less than less than honest people, and it was a quick way and a quick way out of in and out of the city. Some not so good things happened to those people, and I inherited the bar. And I don't use it for that. I've never used it for that. This guy paid me money. This 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 bronze jaw guy, whatever his name was, he paid me some money to use the back room, and I said sure. I had carpeted over the thing. I forgot it was there. Bronjagra, what? You you gather from what he was he was talking about Grix. It's Hartel Grix Bronzejaw was his name. Oh, 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 okay. So well. So he knows nothing. He's claiming to know nothing. So what do we do? I'm gonna jog his memory a little bit. <laughs> what do we really want from him? Okay, so, so are you hitting him? Is that what I understand? Yes. Okay. Uh, um. Oh. So go ahead and make your attack roll. I'm sure it'll hit whatever it is. That's an 18 on the die. Yeah, that's gonna hit, <laughs> especially with your type of bonuses. 19 on die. Sorry, 19 on. I'm gonna die. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm not trying to kill him. Okay, that's good. Just trying to, trying to, come on, talk. <laughs> okay, so you pop him. Um, you pop a pretty good one. Uh, go ahead and roll damage, just, just for shits and giggles. What is that? Uh, well, it's one plus my strength bonus, isn't it? Because it's just barehanded. I believe so. Yes. It's a so, D4 plus. Your- that's six points. I thought it was okay. just one plus. Yeah, it is. So. Oh, you're right. It's a D4. Six if you've points got of the, damage. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, you pop him really good. It bloodies his nose or his mouth, wherever you kind of smacked him. Um, you, you hit him decently. 
Um, and he's, what, 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 what do you want to know? What, how can I, how can I, I, I'm telling, I've told you everything I know. And he's really starting to stutter and be really afraid right now. Well, what we need to know is where to find a mage that we can uh, buy some, buy some magic from. And if you can't tell us, then you just made us go through a, 12 hours of nothing. So maybe you should not, uh, some bad things should happen to you. And then someone else will inherit the bar as well. Because <laughs> we I'm, I'm tired of this shit. We have been walking for eight hours to get back here because of you and you just letting anyone use your back room and lying to us. I feel it's fair to point out a couple of things. One, I didn't teleport you anywhere. Two, it was just good business that I was doing with the other guy. I didn't know what he was going to do. And three, I don't know anybody with that kind of magic, but I can point you in the right direction. About three levels up, there's a, there's a shop. I need you to understand that it was not good business practice because if you end up dying because of who you let use your bar, that's not good business for you. I see that now. So Very this, much so. If this does not pan out, we will return. I'm sure it'll pan out. Um, what is the name, I can offer you free. I can offer you free rooms. You guys are welcome to use this place whenever you want. Perfect. We will take you up on that for now. Oh, great. Uh, her name, she's three levels up. Her name is Mistress Broadjaw. And, yeah, it was the best I could do on short notice. And tell her that Swarm sent you. All right. Maybe don't tell her the swarm sent you. Tell her you've heard of her for short. Nah, you might not bring my name to it. We have a love-hate relationship, literally. All right. Well, thank you very much for your information. We will be seeing you soon. Great. I, I look at uh, hopefully, hopefully just for the rooms. So, Cromthud, are you satisfied? I am. I'll I'll set him down and pat him on the head. Okay. Wow. Condescending bull. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Meep, you, sir, have a line of people who are drinking really hard in front of you. Is there anything you want to attempt, or are you just waiting on the other guys to come out? Uh, is there anybody that looks like? Well, I was gonna I was gonna attempt to do what Rolthar did, but in a less like auspicious way. I was going to get somebody drunk and see if there's anybody nearby that I could kind of work on getting information from. But you said they're all pretty much blue collar. It, it's pretty blue collar. It's pretty, I mean, you're talking probably some of the guys you passed in the illegal mines probably hang out here. I'm going to um, ask about the illegal mines. Okay. What do you want to know? Uh, why, why did, um, hey, I, I noticed, uh, I've heard talk about the, the mines down there that aren't legal, like the gnomes run. Is that, is that true? 
Ha! Well, it's not exactly true, but the gnomes, there are gnomes who help us. Oh, so they're kind of like helping you guys get the stash. That's some tough work you guys do down there. Yeah, I mean, it's... Stewards, but mine's, is, it's much harder. It's hard work, but it's a good way to, well, it's an okay way to make a living. Yeah. Well, like, who, do they just let you do that? Or, I mean, since they're illegal, do, are they, is it kind of like you have to pay somebody on the side to do that? Or is it more like you just have to hide it? Uh, a little of column A, a little of column B. Okay. What, I mean, I noticed, I'll be honest, I got lowered down, you know, on that rope. And I noticed they were making these big things with these golden balls or these coppery balls. What's that all about? So, again, just as a matter of orientation, you are way below that Colossal Forge. These guys oh, have okay, okay. no yeah, idea yeah, yeah. what you're talking about. I was getting yeah. confused about which bar I was in. No, it, you're, at the, the you're at the lower surgeon, level. You were yep, gotcha, one. never mind. Okay, I would not ask that then. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> I think we uh, need to come up with a reason to say turgid sturgeon in every show from here on. I agree. So... You guys all pretty much, does everybody do the same type of mining thing down here? Well, no. I mean, we all have our specialties. Some of us are, you know, just looking for that that one special rare diamond. Some are just looking for gold. And he, this guy's in his cups a little bit, and he kind of shows you inside his pocket, and there's some gold. It's completely unrefined, unprocessed. They're just nuggets here and there. Um, so if I, if I want to get involved in this, because, I mean, I got to be honest, working the sewers – it just smells, you know, it's not very nice work. I've been hanging out with these guys, but it's dangerous work with these guys. How would I get involved? Who would I talk to? He kind of chuckles and just says, you don't really have the build for it, but uh, you know, there's, there's plenty of people around. Swarm could hook you up with somebody. All right. Hey, I appreciate it. And I pour him a big, tall drink. On the house, buddy. On the house. I like it. All right, gentlemen, you all come out and you see Rolthor just looking at Meep with this look of just pure exasperation, which is, you know, par for the course. Um, and Meep is, Meep is serving drinks with his little caterpillar buddy. Um, and you guys walk on out there and, and just see the whole, the whole 15 or 16 people are just crowded around Meep just enjoying themselves. So it's uh it's been quite some day. I mean, should we not take a rest before we move on? I mean, what time is it? If we've been work walking for like ten hours, uh, you know, it was mid afternoon when you got out. Yeah, you're you're probably like I don't know. It's it's probably dinner time. I mean, to go up another three levels, you wouldn't get up there until what ten o'clock at night. Yeah, yeah, nine or nine thirty somewhere in there ish well i suppose uh we were given free rooms for the night here if we would like so maybe we should spend the night set up a watch i don't think i trust this place no okay so swarm sets you up with he has um it's actually it's not much of an inn. there's only three or four rooms even available um, you guys can partition those off however you like, but they are cut out of the stone. Um, they're actually, they're relatively, as, as small as they are, and as much as this is not an inn, they're relatively well-appointed. Um, they have decent furniture. None of it's wooden, of course, but it's, they have decent metal furniture. They have beds that will hold just about everybody but Bright Axe. Um, 
you know, they have uh, uh, mattresses that are stuffed with something that resembles straw. You're not quite sure what it is, but they're soft enough. Okay. I say we split into two groups and, or maybe how big are the rooms? Like, um, do we need to have like two people or three people in a room? I mean, you could, it would be three people in a room would be tight, but doable. Well, maybe not the room with bright X in it. Dibs on a room without bright X. Yeah. Meep and I can stay with bright X. We're both small. Awesome. You can always just turn into a ferret and sleep for a while. I don't want to waste that slot. Yeah. Oh, you'll get it when you wake up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, so Fair you guys enough. are you guys are splitting up. Yes. Okay. So you, you guys split up. Is there any uh, who's sleeping with who? Well, I'm sleeping next to Meep <laughs> and Brightax. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Krantha, Meep, and Brightax are kind of you wake up spooning. <laughs> that's not my hammer that's not my tail <laughs> then the other three of you so that would be what would that be croaker and roll thor and awesome okay all right so is anybody having any kind of conversation before or during rest time I have nothing I need. I think we, yes, I think we've <laughs> kind of exhausted yourselves. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. No worries. So you guys wake up the next morning. What is your, I have one question for Kranta. Sorry. That's right. So before we, we sleep out, Hey Kranta, I, um, I noticed something during the battle. I noticed that, uh, those two gnome guys, you seemed, uh, I don't know, like they were familiar to you. I don't, not really. I mean, they were probably just my, my race. They're just like me. I mean, notice that as a gnome, you were a gnome once. I, I don't look anything like you did, probably. I, I guess what I'm wondering is like, so it wasn't a recognition of like I know you personally. Nope. It was more of like, hey, I know your race. Like, yes, I I understand your your plight. So, do you think they were the slaves to those guys? Because they didn't seem that upset about helping us, but they weren't working for us. They're working for the three brothers. Yes, that's it. Seems that's what it seemed like to me. So I was sad that so, uh, we couldn't help them. But if we, what do you mean we couldn't help them? Well, they perished. Are they both dead? Wait, Chappie, are they both dead? I thought we'll get away. I'm pretty sure they're both dead. <laughs> As GM, you said pretty sure, which means <laughs> what you're saying is there's a chance. Yeah. They, they, were, they were not made of stern stuff, I'll put it that way. <laughs> yeah. They're pretty Either weak looking. Or one of them will come back. Oh. Yeah. So I just felt I felt bad for them because that is that is sometimes what happens to the underdark races. 
that are abused by the people that live above land, or sometimes the abominations that live below land. Yes, as my people were enslaved. At that, I quickly say, okay, and before you can say another word, roll over and go to sleep. <laughs> okay. All right. So you all get um, a decent night's sleep. Um, Bright Axe, your dreams are a bit restless. Uh, and you kind of, it's strange, having never been to the Underdark, but having been kind of Underdark adjacent today, um, it just kind of stirs odd feelings and, and kind of aches and yearnings within you. Um, you don't have any specific dreams, at least not that you remember. And you don't have any specific um, kind of messages or, you know, you don't, you don't recall anything. It's just, it's just this kind of ethereal, something that's just out of your grasp. But in a weird way, it felt like being home without being home. Um, and it just kind of calls to you, just in, not in a specific way, not in like a magical way. You just kind of, you have like a, like a hole in you that you, that it, it sort of sort of started to fill with just a drip. That's There's it. a hole in your heart. In That's it. right. <laughs> Can I'll keep going. This, this is being recorded. By you. By you. Yeah. There you go. Wow. <laughs> Right on cue, guys. Good notes. job. We're going to have to pay royalties now. <laughs> no, if you, there's only oh, – it was only eight notes. We're good. <laughs> and it had to be people listening to us for that to happen. Oh, right. And, <laughs> and, they'd, and they'd have to actually claim that that's their song after hearing that rendition. Yeah. <laughs> I thought yeah, we'd it was have rather to, good. We'd have to have more listeners than Chappie's mom. That's right. That's right. Yeah, hey, that was not bad. I saw that look, Alex. That no, was not, not bad. No, that no, not for me. Voss was the one that got upset. Oh. <laughs> All right, moving Voss on. Voss is sensitive. Voss is sensitive. He's a sensitive soul. He is. Um, All right, you guys wake up the next morning, and I'm assuming taking a meal. Swarm sure. is still there. Um. He's kind of side-eyeing you the entire time uh, that you're in there, but he, he serves you a warm breakfast. It's, it's just like this gruel type, like it's not great by any stretch, but uh, a little bit of gruel, a little bit of ale, and you guys move on out. I slip him a gold piece as we leave. He greedily takes it from you and says thank you. I say wow. we'll be back. Keep an ear out for us. I will gladly do that, whatever you need. And we are going to head up three levels okay. to see this bronze jaw. Okay. Uh, broad jaw. Broad jaw. Yeah. Oh, it was a terrible name. It's the last, best I could do at the last second. So, all right. Not so like you, he had three weeks to prepare. <laughs> well, not this. You guys asked around. Uh, <laughs> so you make it up there. Um, you, after asking around for what? Well, it's a couple, couple, three hours of asking around and kind of moving around. Um, you do notice again the clientele on this level really rough, um, very working class, a little bit rough and tumble. You don't notice much of a police force or an army presence on this level, uh, which is weird because a few days ago 
as you were passing through on this and some of the other lower levels, you noticed a, a fairly significant um, presence. Uh, you do hear kind of the, you know, the people who stand on the corners who are crying out. You hear a couple of them uh, that are that are talking about um, Oh, the name of the gods, but the light bringers, basically the guys you've encountered before, um, but these are dwarven, which is strange. Um, just because you hadn't encountered any, any dwarves talking about, uh, talking about this, this god before. Uh, but there are a couple of them here and there. They don't seem to notice you or pick up on you, but you do hear them kind of, you know, calling about the, the message of their god. Um, and eventually you do find this mistress Broadjaws place. It is over the top. Like, when you think of like a palmistry place, like you go in and it's the, you know, the really rich rugs, except they're fake and the crystal ball, except it's fake. And it's like, it's, it really looks like, it looks like an over the top magic shop and not necessarily a place of someone who's a serious practitioner. They're kind of like Weasley's wizarding wheezes. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, but you do go in, um, Interestingly, with all of that kind of uh, uh, fakeness about it, um, you do see kind of phantasmal servants going around, moving a book from here to there, and you know, futzing with different things and things like that. Um, and then you do hear a, a, a woman approaches and walks in and says, "Hello, gents. What could I do for you?" And you look down and you see a dwarf, a female dwarf. Um, Hard to tell her age. Very little hair whatsoever. Like not even hair on top of her head. Like just a very little kind of a, a top knot thing. Um, but the sides are, are either bald or shaven down. You can't quite tell. Um, she's in a really rich kind of, again, almost to the point of humorous wizard's robe uh, that drags along behind her. Has like a train behind her. Uh, rings on every finger with different kinds of rubies and things like that that look too big to be real especially for the level that you're on, um, and just a little glint in her eye. What can I do for you, gentlemen? I walk right up to her. I say, oh, my goodness. These robes are gorgeous. Oh, why, thank you. She takes your hand and kind of slides her, her <laughs> hand over yours a little bit. Do you wear any rings or anything like that? I don't. You don't? Okay. So she just, yeah, she just kind of rubs her hand and says, well, this is a lovely place, and it's lovely to meet you, fine gentlemen. Is there anything you would like to um, to see? Well, there is a lot I would like to see, but down to business. <laughs> Dirty boy. <laughs> well, we are looking for a teleportation spell, whether it be something that can be studied and kept or... Possibly a scroll. Well, a teleportation scroll is easy enough to come across. Is that, what would you be using it for? Actually, I think we need one that is bigger. We need a mass teleportation spell. Oh. Yes. And how did you come about thinking that I would have such a thing? Well, we just heard of the finest lady in the whole underrealm down here, and your name came up. Really? And who said that? Okay, oh, let me let me interrupt for a second. I'm sorry, ma'am. Um, I was at the Harry Eyeball, and I was talking to some of the workers down there, and they were the ones who suggested that this place 
might have something to offer because down there they said there's nothing and there's nothing. As soon as you say the words hairy eyeball, her entire affect changes. She drops her shoulders. She looks at you. Her voice drops. She goes, you've been talking to that fucker swarm, haven't you? He still owes me 20 gold. I'm going to take out, I'm going to take out 10 gold and give her 10 gold and say a down payment from him. Yeah, you must really be into this guy. All right. What do you want? Mass teleportation? Yes. Huh. Well, that's not an easy one. Uh, I could probably come up with it, but it's going to take some doing. What does that mean, take some doing? Time or materials or? A little bit of both. I'll need mm -hmm, probably about 1,500 gold in, or trade. And uh, I don't know, a day, maybe a day and a half at the most. I could put a scroll together for you. For times two, I could probably just teach you the spell. Hmm. I say we go with the spell. Hey, Rolthar, get over here. You're muted. Huh? Oh, oh I follow. You follow, okay. Um, she starts asking you just some bits and pieces uh, Rolthor you really feel almost like she's testing you uh, just on the teleportation spell itself and about just what it takes to cast the actual spell she kind of talks to you a little about components and things like that speaking of which for those of you who are magic users and, users and need components in here this would be a great place to stock up um, but uh you know, after a, you know, a 10 or 15 minute conversation, she has tested you enough to feel that you can pull it off if she teaches it to you and you are confident enough in her ability that you're like, okay, this lady for all the, you know, the, the fake kind of frou-frou bullshit she throws up, she's actually a, a solid mage. Okay. So. So what she's offering you is she can imbue a scroll for you for 1500 in gold or equivalent trade uh, needs about a day, day and a half, or she can pull you aside for about the same amount of time. Uh, and for 3000 in gold or equivalent trade teach, just teach you the spell. Let me see my gold situation here. Uh, we can do it. I'm just going to pull him aside and talk to him. Like, oh, I know that my question's going to be, do I want to just burn the spell or have to put it? We would like you to learn the spell. Yeah, I... You need to open up your repertoire. Let's talk straight. All you do is fire, 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 fire. Every once in a while, being able to move large distances with a group of people would be nice. <laughs> and, so, and now you can do blight, blight, blight. So he does have some, he has some variety. Uh, but, yeah, okay, I'm but sorry, add I'm even sorry. more, even I'll more variety. I mean, let me you get too. this straight. I have this little midget looking Blight character. fire, blight fire, blight fire. <laughs> talking smack who runs and hides every chance he gets instead of actually fighting. I think he's talking about you, me. Oh, I know, I know. Well, I just, just to point something out, I usually run and hide because you run in and die. So somebody's got to get your ass out of the fire. I died Ooh. once. And if you don't die, you kill Brightaxe. So something's going to happen, you know. Mistress Broadjaw is staring at the, she's just back and forth, back and forth with this whole thing. I'll tell you what, Holy Meep. shit, what has Swarm gotten me into? I'll tell you what, Meep, you, you got all the, all the know-hows. Why don't you learn the spell for us? I can't. I'm the thief. 
You're the sorcerer. You, you know we all magic. have our roles. You know magic. Yeah, like limited magic. Oh, I think I'll go move something with my astral astral hand. You I believe you're the only. Yeah, you're the you're the only one, Voss, who is who is capable of casting this. Oh, I know I'm the only one capable. <laughs> I just need to make sure that Meep oh, understands. He can talk yeah. all the smack he wants. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he can talk all the oh. smack he wants, but he I'm can't. not hiding the fact that I can't do it. I just want you to pick up some weight and do something else. Come on. At this moment, I wish I had cone of silence. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I, let, me, let me show Meep what I can do with the fire. So he doesn't seem to like it so much. All right, gentlemen, gentlemen. The mistress steps both, in and she goes, both wait, 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 wait. I'll do it for 2,900 if you just shut up. <clears throat> oh, I'm going to shoot Meep with fire. Okay. I'm not going to okay. hit him with a fireball, but if he's going to keep talking smack, somebody's going to have to put him in his place. I look I'm at the gonna, mistress and I say, Meep's, I'm not going to put up with Meep's crap just because he thinks he knows so much. I look at the mistress <laughs> I and I say, 2,500 or your, your whole I, side wall here is going up in flames. I look at the sorcerer and be like, well, you evidently are good at magic, but you can't think well because I've told you once before, I don't know mistress, everything. Mistress, you better hurry that's up. Right. Gentlemen, that's gentlemen, why, gentlemen, that's why gentlemen. Need, that's why we need you to learn the spell. If I could, I would. Gentlemen, oh, no, enough, no, no. enough, 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 gentlemen, please. Meep needs to learn sometimes. You can mouth shut is what I'm saying. <laughs> so somebody's going to have to teach him to keep his mouth shut because Brydax uh, tried to and it didn't work. <laughs> I want to be very clear that at this point I am very far away from Meep. Because <laughs> if fire's coming down, I don't want to get burnt this time. <laughs> I never said I wasn't going to learn the spell. So what do you need from us? Just I the money. Anything. I was trying to find out if I wanted to get Not it. you, Rolthar. <laughs> I don't need it. I am trying a to woman, decide. Yeah. yeah, I'm either going to give her the 2,900. I'm trying to see how much gold I have because I'd rather just learn it instead of having it on a scroll where I use it once. But you don't need to because we have the money. Oh, you're <laughs> saying group funds. Oh. I have the money. That's the whole point. I'm trying to pay for you, you jerk. <laughs> help Golly. me help you. <laughs> the whole time, all we've been trying to do is say, "Help you me, help you." <laughs> I take out twenty nine hundred from our group funds I've been collecting this whole damn time, hand it to the lady, and say, "Now you can shoot me with fire." At least we paid. You know what, me, me. He just wants to know. He just wants to have the Quan from you. Show him the Quan. Quan. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought we were still quoting Jerry Maguire. <laughs> I, I am, I am so far off track right now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. She gladly takes her twenty nine hundred. Twenty five. Shakes her head. No, it was twenty nine. Shakes her head prodigiously. Um, and says, "All right, give me, uh, give me a day. Come back tomorrow, and I, I." If I'm not done with it by this time tomorrow, I'll be close enough. You can just hang out. Hurt. Salty. Wait, what? We're done with what? She's not making the scroll. Oh, well, you need to stay with her. Sorry, she's teaching yeah. you. Duh. Yeah. That's, okay. so you'll, need, you'll need to hang with her. Not a problem. Okay. So are the rest of you going to do anything else with your 24 hours? Mm. 
I'm okay, gonna go to... buy. I'm gonna go buy some fire salve, something to help from burns, because I'm a little nervous now. So. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh, speaking. Actually, of... I do want to buy some some healing potions at some point because we are way low. Okay. So speaking of any of you who require components for your spells, just go ahead and let's just lop off 150 gold of each of you and just say you bought components while you were there. We'll make it super um, simple since we don't really keep only, track of those. I only have one gold. Awesome, thanks. So I'll just spend all day I, taking I, one gold out <laughs> every 15 minutes. Oh, bravo. Four gold every hour, 24 hours. How much did you say? 150 gold? I can have almost yeah, just, $100. <laughs> uh, me, me, take another 150 out of your party funds for Crown Thud. Oh, no, no. I'll give you at least eight. Okay. <laughs> Two hours worth. There you go. Um, do you really give her one of those? What, my... my yeah, one of your gold? gold? Sure. Okay. She I takes a very long look at it, and then a long look at you, and then a long look at the gold coin, and then she goes back to Rolthor. And then she glances over her shoulder at you, and then she looks back and starts working with Rolthor again. She thinks you're cute, man. Good job. That's right. All right. So you were moving on to what? What else were you looking for, me? Healing potions. Okay. Oh yeah. She does not have any here. Um, as you remember, uh, much of this stuff is uh, rather scarce. Uh, she is, however, ever able to kind of point you towards a booth that may or may not do some black market dealings and as you spent so much money with her she's just kind of she's doing it as a favor to you um you look over and you see a booth and this is you know this is three or four blocks away you you make your way to it um but she does say that often will probably feel quite at home there and as you approach you realize um strangely uh, there are two or three uh bugbears in the booth, they're not running the booth, but they're kind of back behind the booth. Um, and they're, you know, they're doing things within the shop, kind of running the shop, but they're not the, the face man. Uh, the face man is a dwarf who is really big and broad and, and just kind of surly looking. Um, he's missing two fingers on his left hand. Um, and you notice that the bugbears all have leather collars around their necks as well. So um, I, I, I immediately, of course, I, I go up and start talking to the bugbears. Okay. So they're kind of they're kind of back behind us. So there's like a you know you go into it's it's kind of a street shop, but you you know he's got his his kind of wares set up in front, and they're kind of in back. He stops you and just says, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Where do you think you're going, there, buddy?" And he looks over at uh, Croker, and he says, "You you you keep you keep control of your friend here." Uh, hey, uh, look, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't, we don't see many of each other, uh, us bugbears. And I, I, I've not seen another bugbear and I don't know how long I, is it, is it possible? Could I, could I speak with your bugbears? I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't mean any, uh, disrespect. Just walking back there. I just awestruck that I saw any, uh, of my kind. He looks really surprised that all those words just came out of your mouth. And he looks over <laughs> <at Kroger. laughs> 
my he looks, gosh. He looks over at Croker and he goes, this one, uh, this one seems I might better educated than the rest. What'd you do that for? Yeah, my friend's going to go talk to those bugbears back there. You don't have a problem with that, do you? He looks you up. He looks you down. Nope. Cool. Thank you. Hey, fellas, how you doing? <laughs> oh, my God. You, do you speak that in bugberries? <laughs> goblin. Right? Yeah, they, they we, look we at you. goblin, right? I believe so. Yeah. Whatever that language is, you speak it. Um, they are very hesitant to speak to you. And okay. They, they kind of look around and they, what are you, what, 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 how are you, how are you free down here? So, so I turn around and look at the, you said it was a dwarf, right? Yeah. And, uh, and I say something to him in Goblin. Does he understand me? Make an insight check. Oof. Uh, that's a nine. A nine. You you have a very difficult time reading him. You know he's listening. You don't know if he understood what you said. Okay. Um, man, I don't have any way to talk to those guys either. Um, Let's talk to him. I'll no, stand. No, I no, stand no. next to the guy. Well, that's what just... I'm trying to. I'm trying to get him distracted. Is what I was trying to. So so I I talk with him. And I go, um, you know, I'm speaking in Goblin. Um, they don't. They don't know any other languages, right? Other than, I mean, they know. I mean, that's him. what you're communicating with them in. So that's what they're communicating yeah. back in. Okay. Um, um, I I just say, well, I you know, I I come from, I come from long, I come from far away, and and um, I, I'm I'm free there, and so I'm free here. And uh, and. I've just made my way through where I've wanted to go. Um, where, where I'm from, uh, I'm not, I was free, but I didn't, I wasn't why we weren't widely accepted there, but I, we weren't captives. Are you, You've, are you, are you, are you from Uruk? No, no, I'm not from Uru. No, no, I'm, um, I'm from outside off track. You survived that long. You lived outside. Very strange, strange outsider. And they kind of shuffle back a little bit. They're a little wary of you. What do you mean? What do you mean outsider? I was, I was orphaned as a child, and I was, I was raised by, uh, well, I was raised by a human. And, and, uh, you know, I, their eyes go wide at this and one of them calls you kind of spits and calls you clanless. Oh shit. And then just, just turns and walks to the back of the shop and they all, they kind of are, they're trying to make a big show of actively ignoring you. You, uh, you are a black man in the 1950s who just walked into the restaurant and sat down. Yeah. Um, so I look at him and go, I, I'm not clanless. I have my clan with me. And I they live look, very well. 
And I don't is serve that, anyone but myself. Does that mean so he's an Uncle live, Tom bugbear? Yeah. So, so you just you just live your way and enjoy your life back here and live with your clan. And uh, my friends and I will go and live the way we want to live instead of being told how to live. So you can have your clan. Cue dramatic Ooh. Disney music. That's right. <laughs> you hear anyway. them. As, you, as you're walking away, you, you, you just overhear what you think sounds like, oh, someone's overcompensating. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> so. But I'm doing it free. <laughs> Come on, so, Optum. You don't need these, these hairy beasts. The, the dwarf looks at Meep and says, uh, and you can tell he's trying to get a read as, as you are one to criticize the hairy beasts. Like, he's like, what the hell is this thing? And then he realizes hey. this is the group that he, he's looking at. And he looks at Croker and he goes, this is a, this is a rather motley crew you, uh, you run here. You have a problem, You're right. my friends? No problem. Just, just, an, just an odd crew you're running here. Who's and this is a dwarf, right? He's a dwarf, yes. Who says he's running the crew? Anyway, and he looks back at Croker. What can I do you for? Why are we here? What do we need? You were looking Not for healing a thing. Potions. Healing potions. Hey, uh, I'm gonna thieves can't to Croker to go ahead and make me appear like I'm like his servant. Just I'm just gonna thieves can't. Just follow along with this. All right. I'll be your money man. Let's get some healing potions. So, uh, as you could tell from this motley crew, sometimes I have to watch my own back. I'm in the need of healing potions. Rat, come up here. Yes, what, yes. What do you want? What would make you think I have healing potions? It's illegal to have those right now. It is, but I'm sure some of your merchandise needs to be freshened up from time to time to make your profits. Maybe. Jingle the bag, rat. I'm going to take my gold bag and just kind of jingle it. Okay. Actually, that wouldn't work. It's in my, yeah, I'm just going to reach in, grab some gold, show it, and put it back. And if I were to be able to acquire this, how much would you be in need of? Well, the rat I don't care about, but <laughs> the Minotaur has his uses as does the gnome. Uh, I need a couple of vials. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. And what have you got Six. to offer for it? Well, what do you give me for the rat here? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Or the educated bugbear. Or, or the uppity bugbear. <laughs> oh, Ooh. damn. Boss, boss, wait, wait, boss. Don't forget we have that, that stuff, remember? This might be a guy who can do something with it. And I, I give him a little backhand. Okay. <laughs> I go, when I'm gonna, somebody... I'm going to take it. I, I, I pull it at the last minute, but he, he goes down. <laughs> okay. I'm going uh, to fake a fall. 
speak not when your betters are spoken. And I tell them, oh, we might have some stuff. I thieves can't behind my back. What stuff? We have some phase spider venom. Oh. I don't know if you need some sort of uh, accoutrements from beasties that we find on our travels. Venom and the like. Mm, I'm interested. I'm listening. I just said we have venom <laughs> and the like. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sh- open up my uh, my bag and just kind of lift it up a little bit and show just a hint of it. And it should have a light, pale, gluey blow, uh, a bluish uh, glow to it. A bluey. Okay. Okay. What did what did a half a vial of that get you? Well, a full vial will get you halfway to a uh, to a healing potion. Healing potion is awfully expensive right now. If I had such a thing, you're talking for just a standard healing potion. Uh, you're talking 150 gold pieces each. If I had such a thing, it ain't cheap. Why is the price so high? Why do you think it's so high? There's a war on. The main supply from Alftrax has been destroyed. What happened in Alftrag? You don't know. Alftrag ain't there anymore. <laughs> we travel a lot. Oh, I don't travel at all. I haven't heard that. Although it is news that's just hitting here. Hmm. How much spider venom do we have? I'll give you one vial for four. four healing potions. Oh. <laughs> uh, that's funny. I have some um, Umber Hulk mandibles as well. Would that be ingredients for anything that you could use? Let me see the mandibles. I have two of them. I have both of them, I guess. Okay. And are they, hadn't you broken those up or are they whole? Nope, they're whole. Okay. I didn't know what I was going to use them for yet. I also have this signal whistle. It's a rape whistle. That I can show you what it does. He takes a look at it. <laughs> and he and he's very interested in that. Oh. He says, really? Do we well, that changes get- the math a bit. All right. So, first of all, I don't have six common. I have four. He looks around and... I got four of those, and I've got two greater. 150 each for the commons, that comes to 600 gold. The two greater, 300 each, that's another 600 gold, that's 1,200. Told you I'd give, it, give you credit 75 for the face spider. So that's 1,125. I give you another 25 gold for the mandibles, that takes you down to just 1,100. The whistle, however, 
It's fantasy mapping. Ooh. How do you know what this whistle does? Let's just say I've been around and I know what it calls. I know what's on the other end. And while it can be a very bad thing for most people, it, depending on timing, it can be a very good thing for me. Hmm. I tell you what, I will, you throw in the whistle and I'll give it all to you for 500 gold. What? This I guy, I can't take it. This guy's jacked. Go ahead and slap me. <laughs> <laughs> I apparently backhand him again. <laughs> I take uh, it. Will, we, we'll, uh, would, would uh, a set of tusks knock anything else off? What kind of tusks? I, I don't remember. I just have that I have a set of tusks. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Then, time out. Time no out real quick. <laughs> time out real quick. Wait, wait. Time out. Just for yeah. a second, guys. In, in real life, okay. He said he was going to sell us one of the healing potions for 150 which right. means all four should be 600 yep. He said right. he was going to knock down the price of one of them by half if we gave him the spider venom, which is 75 off of 600 which right. gives you 525 then he, he also, gets interested in the whistle, whistle and goes down 25 GP? No, 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 no. no. no, no. The mandibles. You missed, you missed the extra 600 for the two greater healing potions. The mandibles oh, went oh, down 2,500. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Or okay. 25. Sorry. Okay, yes. gotcha. Okay. So we'll call it even, and I'll forget your slight to my furry friend over here. And will not say anything to... Uh, the authorities that you have these uh, before roll. before we conclude business i'd be interested in knowing if you have <laughs> any other trinkets or things that might be able to help out uh any individuals in in combat i'm not gonna lie for the same reason that uh healing potions are thin so we're so we're combat items. What do you yeah. what do you have in mind? Well, I mean, you say you you shouldn't have health potions either. So, what are you looking for? Uh, nothing specific. Just seeing what what you might happen to not have. <laughs> well, help make you an honest man. I don't honestly have a ton that someone like you could use. I'll put it that way. Um, I got one thing, maybe. Give me a second. He turns around and, and does some fiddling around and, and goes back and talks to the bugbears for a second. He comes back. One of them will be back in a minute with, uh, with something here for you. Uh, Croker or Cronthud make an investi or intimidation check with advantage. Uh, I only have a plus three. Go ahead. Yes, only a plus three when most of us have a zero or a negative. I was going to say, yeah. Uh, Non-natural 20. Nice, okay, all right. Or a three. 20. <laughs> 
So he, I'll take the non-natural 20. <laughs> he's looking at you. He's kind of wiping some sweat off of his brow. He goes, I'll come down to 450, and we'll see what happens with the big guy there. So 450, the whistle, the face spider venom, and the mandibles. Okay. The bargain well struck. All right. Was that an okay you're doing it, or was that a... I can't make that call. Okay. I'll get hit. <laughs> I thought you wanted me to treat you like a slave. <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. So you just got to make the call. I, I literally can't make the call. You make the call. I think, I, that is a, I think that is a good deal. Let's just see what happens with whatever you're bringing out. All right. I spit in my hand. All right. He, he does the same. I pull out the 450. That's okay. really gross. All right. So you guys have four common healing potions. Now he has COVID. Two. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and so, two and two greater healing potions. And now you got to shut down for two weeks. Ha <laughs> ha. I pull out 459 and I look over at Krantha and said, ah, I think we're one short. Do you have one? Oh. Yes, I have a, I have a gold. Here you go. All right, he takes it. <laughs> <laughs> Douchebags. All right. Um. Okay, so real quick, we gotta split up these health potions so they're not all in place. So, my suggestion would be like somebody who gets hurt a lot, like Otham, should take a greater healing potion. Because if I was going your... oh, to say those, those who don't get hurt a lot should take the healing potions so that way when those others go down, right. somebody's alive to give it to them. Because if okay. Botham yeah. takes a hit and he goes down, he can't give himself a healing potion. That... No, but and, you can just grab it off of him. And Bright yeah. Axe never you know, stops enough to heal himself. So he's always raging. <laughs> rage, oh, motion, angry. Oh. <laughs> He'd probably spill it all over himself anyway. Oh, me so ragey. Oh, me so ragey. <laughs> all over his, all over his face, neck, and chest. I rage you long time. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I need more of a topical healing potion. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. True. Well, at, the risk of us, at, the, at the risk of us getting off track, I will say the, the bug pair returns. Uh, and in his hand, he has a very slender um, metal chain that is, it's, it's, it's got uh, like a bracelet on one end um, that it connects to. And then on the other, there's another like link that you can put onto it. Um, so it's, it's, it's about it's it's not super long it's foot and a half two foot long and he looks at you and he says uh so big guy you're interested in something that can help in combat always bear in mind these are friendly prices i can give you this for 7500 and he shows it to you, and he says, what this is, it's called a chain of returning. You clasp this onto your wrist here, and you clasp the other end onto an axe or a sword or something like that, 
and you chuck the fucker as hard as you can. And it's no matter at all. A few seconds later, you can just bring it right back to you with this ah. chain. How many people are in this little area? It's you guys and the dwarf and the three bugbears that are kind of immediately around you that are kind of within. So it's kind of like being at a convention, right? It's you're in one of these little kind of street shops where there are people buzzing by, but you're the only ones who are really listening or can hear the conversation. But if someone wanted to listen, they could, there are still people moving about, but he's keeping it. It's, it's on the, you know, kind of like when you get special information about an event or special information right. about something. No, I'm just he's wondering if I'm going to just recall my axes and throw them at his head. There are plenty of witnesses. No, there's a lot of people around. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, see, that was my thought, too. <laughs> <laughs> I've already got something that does that, and then show him. <laughs> um, 7500 huh? That's a friendly price. You guys have done good business today. Seems a bit steep still. Magic items don't just grow on trees. I don't know if you've noticed that or not. No, I know well. Uh, well, too rich for me, but uh, certainly is quite nice. Anyone Perhaps else? another day. Anyone else? I mean, that seems like something that would be very valuable to us. But I don't believe we have that much money. Do you have anything else you can offer in trade? Just the rat. I have this hammer. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he is looking over all of you and kind of eyeing you up and down and taking a look at your, your arms and, and whatnot. I've got two of them. Yeah. I was referring more to, do you wear your mace outside or are you, uh, is it in your pouch? Oh, my mace is, uh, it's in my pouch now because I'm okay. not that's attuned fine. to it. No, that's fine. Oh, yeah. I didn't think of that. Hmm. I reach into my pouch and I pull out my mace. That looks awfully nice. Is that something that will interest you? What's it do? It pounds things. <laughs> All maces pound things. If you want it to be worth something, you got to tell me a little more than that. Um, it might uh, make people fear you. Do you mind if I take a look at it? Make sure it's what you say it is. As long as he doesn't leave with it. It's fine. He takes it and he hands it to the bugbear behind him. And you see they're putting, they just, it's in your sight the entire time, but they're spend a few minutes studying it. Anything else you might be willing to give up? Anyone? I see your bugbear friend there is well appointed. It's an awfully nice staff. Hmm. Sorry, guys. Do we want this guy clearing us out? I mean, the chain of returning is cool, but... 
I'm just looking no, for options. I, just I'm, looking for options. I, and I'm looking at how much I use any of the things that that does for me. Well, who will a chain of, of returning help? Uh, either Bright Axe or Cronthud. Can you throw your hammer? If I had a... I already have a chain that I was planning on attaching to my hammer. What chain is that? Just chain. <laughs> just so I could use it. <laughs> oh, okay. So thinks, I could just thinks, thinks it makes him look tough. So I can throw it around so I have a bigger reach than five feet since I'm just a little guy. I don't know if a chain of returning is worth that or not. I got nothing else. Well, the bugbear comes back and he kind of whispers in the guy's ear a little bit. And the guy comes back to you and he says, look, look this thing's, uh, this thing's what you say it is. It's, uh, it's pretty good. I'll give it to you even trade. Whoa. Hmm. I telepathically talk to your head there, Croker. You don't you don't even use that mace very much, do you? I think not anymore. <laughs> we should trade and see what this is like, what this thing can do for us. It might be more valuable. All right. Can I did I overhear anything that the bugbears were saying to one another? Did I did I hear it? Did I you did not, but they were, I mean, you could tell it's pretty common practice. If you're trying to trade something like this, they sure. were probably just casting identify. Yeah. And you could tell true. kind of what they were doing. It was, that's probably what it was. Yeah. Okay. All right. I spit in my hand again. All right. He does the same and you have a chain of returning. Uh, he hands it to, he hands it to Croker. I give it to Crontud. Oh, right. Thanks. If I had a better, if I had a better sleight of hand, I actually have two signal whistles. One is Captain Thane's, and one is a regular one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. Well, not anymore. So that's all right. All right, and with that, he is going to close up shop for the day because you've just made him very happy. Um, oh, you I'm guys sure go back. Uh, actually, you did pretty well. Um, you guys go back. Rolthor, you now are going to know the spell mass teleportation. Um, so you guys go back and you know spend an evening wherever you spend it, probably getting drunk. Uh, you go back the next day. He knows the spell, and you will be ready to set off uh, for whatever adventure awaits you next. So I assume you're going to stay at the uh, the Harry Eyeball. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Before we, before I leave her shop, I'd like to ask her a couple things, if that's okay. Yeah. Um, I would like to uh, ask you about this bag and the money kept within. You gave uh -huh. me you gave me a strange look when I gave you this coin. Do you know something about this? Do you mind if I take a look at it? Actually, I would love for you to take a look at it. Okay. So she takes a look at it and she puts it down on the, uh, down on the desk. 
and kind of flips it up and flips it down. And she looks at you. Um, I'm not sure specifically what entity this pertains to. I don't recognize the markings on either side. What I can tell you is this is a very rare type of currency. It's one that's worth very little in this world, but can grant you access to some interesting pathways elsewhere. If it is what I think it is, um, it can be used as a toll to cross from one world to another. What? Maybe to the nether realm? Or perhaps places, cities within the nether realm. It may not get you there, but it can get you around once there. Thank if you. it's what I if it's what I think it is, I, and I feel I feel strongly that it is. I just don't recognize the deity's markings upon it. It may be. Thank you very much. Was this given to you, or did you take it? Uh, this was given to me. Hmm. That would be unusual. I have you, a, an unusual... Are you, are, you are you bluffing her? No, I don't think so. Oh, you've, you found it on that shipwreck. You took it. Oh, did I? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you've had this since that shipwreck. Oh, okay. That Brian X found his axe on? Yeah. Oh, okay. I totally forgot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You've had this a hundred years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then I, I won't. I won't bluff her. No, I okay. found. I found this. You found it. Yes. And then took it. Interesting. The bearer must have must have passed beforehand, or it would have just gone to the bearer's pocket. I find this interesting. Well, regardless, that's, that's what I believe it to be. I feel, as I said, I don't know the deity, but I feel strongly this is what it is. Well, thank you. Would you, like another, would you like another as a token? It will just disappear from me. But I appreciate the offer. Hmm. All right. Well, thank you. Okay. All right. And with that, I think we are going to uh, call it an evening. Ooh. All right. I didn't get to kill anybody once. Yeah, I was kind of <laughs> expecting that. Out of curiosity, so I'm just reading through this. Bye. All right. Mass teleportation. To bed. Spell. Mm -hmm. Are you just going to give me the. It says when I learn the spell, I get two destinations that have 